Yeah, because I think in in the movie, they were kind of portraying her as a black woman who. Well, they're portraying her. She is a black woman. <laughs> the Two OC, the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world: Orange County, California, and Orange County, Florida. This episode of TOC, we talk about Jungle, the greatest, brightest runaway movies, JJ News, and did someone order an Anton on Ice? I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Dua. Got it on the fourth try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, good enough. Good enough. Uh, yeah, so how ta- was New Year? Well, talking about ice and New Year's, I was freezing my butt off over here. <laughs> Yeah, I heard. I, I, that's all I was seeing on the news today was, uh, what was it called? Bomb Cyclone? Bomb, bomb Cyclone? Bomb Cyclone. Yeah, there's no one to call it Bombogenesis. Like, yeah, yeah it, it's pretty crazy over here. I mean, uh, we're, we're anywhere from 30s to 40 degrees in Orlando, and it, it's pretty insane. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like this in California. California besides going to the the mountains no i think the only time we get that low is maybe one week out of the whole year and that's like if you wake up at five in the morning or three in the morning. yeah exactly and it finally snowed in florida but it it, it snowed in tallahassee uh, yeah so, so just just like close to the edge yeah close to the edge between uh florida and georgia which is still pretty far down, though. And Tallahassee's uh, it's not kind of mountainy, right? Uh, not even. Flat? It, no? It's flat. Okay. Yeah, and the last time that it snowed was 1982. So it's, it's been a very long time. Jeez. Uh, so the last time it snowed was when my brother was born. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a long time. Uh, so besides freezing, but off of doing the commutes? Uh, did, uh, I went over to my cousin's. We... You know, play with some fireworks, some bottle rockets, um, motors. It's pretty awesome. Are those legal in Florida? Yes, they are legal in Florida. Uh, well, they sell yeah, them. They only sell the everywhere. Yeah, they only sell motors at the at the big fireworks stores. Okay, so kind of like Nevada, where they have yeah. like grocery stores, but it's just all fireworks. Yep. That's cool. Um, yeah, mine was kind of chill. Uh, didn't really do anything. Kind of just stayed home, uh, watched Netflix. It was just cold, and I was just tired from, from like wrapping up my year at mm-hmm. work. And I was like, I'm good to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just I grabbed a beer out of the fridge. I didn't see what it was. I just grabbed it and put it in my C3PO beer koozie, which uh, also mm. came as one of my brother's gifts. Nice. Maui Brewing Company Big Swell IPA. This isn't this isn't as bad as last year. This uh, last last episode, well, technically was last year for us. I don't think I've ever tried an IPA from Hawaii. Really? I thought. Oh, I think the only one you tried is a. Uh, oh, I've only tried their Primo. Pilsner. Yeah, like a Primo, uh, Pilsner or uh, Lager. 
just basically like just refreshing beers. I don't think they ever really pushed all the other ones before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. I I would think that IPAs would be a big thing in Hawaii because of the weather, but you're right. I think I'd say a lot of dark beers, kind of like the what's the other one? Uh, they do pipeline. What there's one called Pipeline. Oh, that's uh, uh um Kona. Kona, Kona Brewing Kona. Company. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. It's a uh, somewhat sweet, mm-hmm. a little bit of citrusy, a little dry, but it's good. I like it. So six point eight percent. I should be fine this episode, unlike last episode. Yeah. So right. since you were talking about you know just watching stuff uh, over uh, New New Year's and stuff on Netflix, were you able to catch any flicks? I did. I finally saw the movie Bright. Oh, that's the one with uh, Will Smith and uh, Joel Edgerton. Yeah, is it Edgerton? I, I couldn't figure out how to pronounce it. I was like, Edgerton? Yeah. Edgerton? Um, yeah. yeah, I saw it. And I think we, we discussed it a little bit, like in passing, like it was, it was getting like bad reviews or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was I, a little... It. It, it's, it's, it's funny, because if, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, you'll see that they got a really low score. But uh-huh. on the, on the uh, viewer audience side, it's like in... A good score, like it's eighty percent. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, I think I'm on uh, IMDb, and like they have, they show meta uh, meta score on here. It's twenty nine, which yeah. it's out of a hundred, right? Yeah, out of a hundred. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, I like, but you know what? I think it's two things. I think would bring it down. One, it's a totally different world, and you really don't explore that world. You're seeing, er- you're seeing everything through the eyes of Will Smith. And his partner Joel Egerton, Edgerton, 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 who plays a uh, orc, mm-hmm. um, and so you really don't explore the world besides just following them around. Yeah. Uh, so that, like, you know, people might get, be put off by that. It's it was very what's it called? What's that one with the um, training day? No, not training day. It's more recent. Uh, last <laughs> la- last watch. Oh, end of watch. End of watch. End of watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's the vibe I got from it. That's uh, very interesting because uh, I I think the director is the same director as uh, Training Day, right? Uh, don't know. I didn't. I don't look up his work. Actually, let me see. Oh, <laughs> not, not. I don't know about Training Day, but the first one that popped up is oh, it is Training Day, uh, mm-hmm. the TV series. But uh, he and, also directed End of Watch. Yeah. yeah, that's why you get that vibe. It's the same type of, uh, uh, you know, feel. Yeah, you're right. That's I don't even. <laughs> that's funny. Like first movie that popped up in front of his name. Um. Yeah, but I liked it. It's it's very new. Um. It's a lot of social commentary, and that's the other part I think would kind of like hit people really hard because mm-hmm. it's a lot of like racist stuff. So the orcs are clearly a minority group. You can substitute Hispanic, Asian, Black, depending on what what area you live in, because mm-hmm. they're the ones that kind of like they have the janitor jobs, they have like the the entry level jobs. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you have the elves that are kind of like highbrow. Uh, they literally took the Beverly Hills sign and put uh, Beverly Elves <laughs> or something like that, yeah. and this is like elves only or something like that. I forgot what it was. 
Yeah, it's very interesting for the director to uh, do a film like this because it, it, he, he's gone a long way since Training Day. Uh, I mean, he he did... Uh, he I think he produced or something uh, for the Fast and Furious, the first one. Mm-hmm. And then after that one, he went on to uh, directing Training Day and then uh, a couple of other big ones will be uh, SWAT. You remember SWAT? Yeah, I like SWAT. Yeah, SWAT was good, so... He, uh, he, I think he also produced that one too, um, or wrote oh. something like that. Well, he wrote Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. One of the writers for Suicide Squad. Well, he directed Suicide Squad too. Oh, and he and he directed. It? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He also did uh, Harsh Times with uh, Christian Bale. He also did uh, uh, End of Watch, what you were, which were, you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did Fury. Uh, I don't know. I, I think he's always got this like cop movie vibe to his uh movies it's the he's really good at and this is what i got the tension between certain groups just that intensity level uh there's a certain point where will smith's character has to make a split decision on like which will totally change his life one way or another and he knows how to set up that moment to like everything kind of slows down you mm-hmm. kind of see the thought process in his eyes, and then when time speeds back up, boom, the decision's made. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I like it, dude. I, I I really think you should watch it. Um, I don't know what the critics' beef was 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 with this, but it, it's interesting. Uh, I kind of had a feeling too that this feels like a spinoff from Lord of the Rings. Like if Lord of the Rings kept going to our time. This would be a spinoff of it. <laughs> like there would be like a, a coming of age uh, alien. Well, not aliens, but like uh, fairy tale characters with humans. Yeah. And by the way, that those fairies are scary as F, dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're not cute and cut like cute and like little little person. It's like a demon with wings. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, apparently Netflix did see the. The results, they didn't care about what the critics were saying because they said it was one of the their biggest movies streamed out of all the original series out of all the original movies. That, and they've that's already a good thing. Yeah. yeah, and they've they've already greenlit right too. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, and I I think some of the writers aren't coming back, um, but uh, I think they got a couple of new writers for it. But other than that, let's talk about other movies. Uh, I mean, there's so many movies to talk about this week. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I think the one that we were talking about last week uh, on the episode where we're looking forward into this upcoming year uh, with a bunch of new movies. And one of yeah. the movies that we were talking about was uh, a Cloverfield movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the one we couldn't identify what the name was? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, uh, I think it was Clean Pass at the very beginning. And then they changed it to God Particle. Yeah. And then they changed it to Cloverfield 3. So we were expecting Wait. this. Oh, go, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying that's kind of funny that they would select Cloverfield 3 because weren't they trying to stay away from like Cloverfield 2 for uh, Cloverfield Lane because they didn't want it to be associated. They didn't want to be thought of as a sequel. Well, it's not 
finalized yet. You don't really okay. know the actual name, but uh, people are just calling it Cloverfield 3 because it's okay. the third one in the series. It's just easier to talk about it that way? Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's a lot easier to talk about Cloverfield 3 as being yeah. the third one in the series. So it was originally supposed to come out last year. Uh, I think it was supposed to be like uh, during uh, February or or during the summer or something like that. But then it got pushed back to this year in February and it got pushed back again to April. Uh, So they keep nudging it over. Yeah. I think they're just trying to find the perfect time to do all of the uh, advertising for it. Cause that's what happened with uh, Dan Trachtenberg's uh, movie. But the thing is, they kept moving the date. But the thing is, I'm trying to remember what the marketing was behind Cloverfield Lane. Oh, dude, they did uh, augmented reality. So basically, like they gave you uh, a bunch of clues in the trailer, and Mm -hmm. someone actually went to the coordinates, dug up the stuff, and there was a bunch of uh, weird stuff in there. And he had to share it with uh, people on Reddit and had to figure out what the whole thing was all about. And then uh, I think two months before the movie came out, they just showed a bunch of random clips of the movie without telling people what the name of the title is. Which was very much like the first one because they they didn't really they, they were trying to keep it as like a found footage kind of feel to it. So they didn't really announce it. They just showed the clips of the what yep. could be perceived as the monster yeah. or slight glances of the monster. Yeah, so I think we're going to probably see uh, a couple of things like that uh, like that here and there uh, until the movie comes out. But I'm guessing sometime in February we're going to start seeing some stuff because April is like two months away from February. So that's just yeah. my speculation on so, it. Yeah, so either end, end of January or February we'll start seeing some stuff. Yeah, so... Uh, Actually, let me see what comes out. Maybe they'll start attaching it to certain movies coming out um, mm-hmm. during the end of January. Let me see what what comes out during that time. We got uh, Black Panther coming out soon. We got but, um, well, uh, I'm tr- who who's uh, okay. So it's Paramount. It, it still shows the February release on on here. Yeah, but they pushed it back. Uh, okay, so it just probably hasn't been updated on the website. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't see any of the Paramount movies. Mm-hmm. Annihilation, which I don't think they'll attach it to that. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah, maybe Black Panther, I don't know, Fifty Shades. Uh, maybe the Winchester movie. Maybe. So, uh, would you say Cloverfield is kind of like a thriller? Which Cloverfield? Or just uh, just the overall like Overall, franchise? I think they're all thrillers. Uh, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would say Suspense. Suspense, mm-hmm. thriller, um, that kind of uh, genre, but the in the in the in the how to put it with mixed with another genre. So, like I said, like yeah. the first one was more action oriented. The first, the second one was very mystery noir kind of feel to mm-hmm. it. But you're right, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of thriller thriller yeah. aspect to it. So, since we're talking about thrillers, there was a couple of trailers that came out this week. Uh, one would be Slenderman. Uh, it's based on a video game. I don't know if you heard of Sl- Slenderman. Well, it was that story that was going around like last year or uh, last year or the year before that. I think for the last four years, because uh, there there's been a lot of video games on on Steam uh, based off of you know the the character Slenderman. 
So you'd be like running around in the woods, and then all of a sudden you turn around, he's right there, and you have well, to yeah, run and away. Then, and you would go on Reddit, and there'd be like people posting pictures of like photoshopped Slenderman by their window, or yeah. Uh, so what was that crazy story of like the girl that stabbed one of her school friends in the name of Slenderman? Oh yeah, that that's part of this movie too. So she got they, she got sentenced. Yeah. So basically, they they combined all of the things that happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, that clip is actually in the mo- the the trailer too. You see some girl stabbing herself, and it's pretty crazy. And I guess that's something that's coming out this year that is probably gonna uh, interest a lot of people who are into Slenderman. Five bu- <laughs> Five Bucks says that in the beginning of the movie. You know how they usually do, like, the as the credits are rolling, they'll do, like, found footage or just, like, news newsreels? Mm-hmm. That they'll include the girl being sentenced for killing the name of Slenderman. Uh, maybe. I think so. Because uh, uh, towards the end of the trailer, you see a bunch of cops um, finding a girl walking out of the forest. So, who knows? But that sounds like, uh, some, that, that sounds like a good guess. Yeah, it, it just depends how they're going to try to play off the movie. If they're going to try to play it off like as a documentary or like more of a, a fictional. Yeah. So other than Slenderman, they also came out with another trailer from Blumhouse. They do a lot of like horror movies. Uh, I think a lot of different uh, franchises that we've seen before. Um, mm-hmm. But this one is called Truth or Dare. And... This movie, the, watching the trailer, kind of reminds me of the good thriller teen movie that I was watching when I was younger. Something like Final Destination, Saw, Scream, or any of the good ones that we remember when we were younger. And uh, the trailer shows us like a bunch of teens that are playing Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. And then when someone uh, tells one of them to tell the truth, He's like, um, well, the game's real. And if you don't play truthfully or daring enough to do what someone tells you to do, mm-hmm. you'll die. Uh, so it's a Japanese game show. <laughs> so basically they took that concept into it and uh, they made a whole movie on it. And it looks pretty interesting. It looks like something that... that is very Final Destination-ish and kind of like Scream, you know? Is that uh, Lucy Hale on the on the poster? Or is that just somebody that happens to look like her? I think someone looks like her. Yeah, I just pulled up and I couldn't... I'm just oh, kidding. It is, it is no, her. Yeah, it is her. I just mm-hmm. like, what the hell? I don't know. I don't really have high hopes from this, from this one. I, I instantly get that feeling of... Uh, what's that social media? Is it just called social media? Uh, unfriend? Friended? Mm-hmm. What's that movie called? Yeah, Unfriended. But I think uh, this is more like if you watch the trailer, it looks like they they actually put they a lot. Of, yeah, they care about this movie. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Lucy Hale, Tyler Posey. Hey, that's oh, funny. T- she was in Scream Four. <laughs> that's what got her the gig. Yeah, that's probably what got her the gig. Uh, so yeah, T- Tyler Posey. He was a, he's a Teen Wolf actor. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, that uh, that should give you an indication of what what uh, demographic they're going for. Yeah. So I, I've been watching a new show on Hulu. I don't know if you heard about it. It's called Marvel Runaways. 
Oh, yes. And I'm also aware of your your belief about that, that show. What's my belief? Didn't you say that it should have been a movie? Oh, no, that's Inhumans. Oh, damn it. I, mix, I, keep, I did it last time, too. I mixed them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Runaways could be a really good movie, but I'm yeah. pretty happy that it's a show. Um, <clears throat> it's based on the comics, of course. Mm-hmm. It's a story about five teenagers who find out that their parents are running an evil organization that sacrifice the innocent. So it took me about probably two to three episodes to get really into it mm-hmm. because uh, I, th- I thought it was pretty cheesy at the very beginning. But uh, I'd say if you're a big fan of the OC, then you probably love the show. What about I'm a fan of, if I'm a fan of the two OC? Then you probably like this show too. Okay. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm mixing. I realize uh, the three shows I keep getting mixed up are The Gifted. Mm-hmm. Runaways and Inhumans, yeah, all kind of that that realm. Okay. Um, I was hearing that the trailer was sort of misleading, though, for Marvel Runaways. Yeah. Okay. Because the, the well, I was just hearing that the trailer made it seem more. I'm gonna put it. It like it was gonna be a darker show than it turned out to be, or what the first few episodes showed. Or do you disagree ha, with Okay, that? have you watched this show at all? No. Okay, it, it's pretty edgy. Uh, there are moments uh, where they talk about things where I'm like, whoa, that's a little dark. But I think they tried to do it in a way where um, anybody could watch this show. There are moments yeah. where I'm like, okay, this is a little too edgy. I mean, there's a, um, uh, a couple of scenes where this lady's having sex with some guy. And she hot? Uh, she's uh, old, but I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I think the other part too that I would, I would believe that they would have held back is because Hulu is kind of new to the whole original content world. Yeah, and I'm pretty um, happy that you know that they're able to kind of please both sides of um of the viewers um discretion like they want something edgy because right. it's a comic book type of you know series mm-hmm. but they also want to please uh the people that are into it that are in their teens because it's a show about teens you know um with powers or whatever they're having there are many x-men yeah so uh, I said earlier that if you're a fan of the OC, you'll probably love this show. There are moments where I watch the show and I'm thinking, this reminds me of the OC. Because you know those moments when they go to school and you get to see the campus, how it's like a little upper class, you know? Mm-hmm. So I remember seeing the credits at the very beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. And and it says produced by Josh Schwartz. And Josh Schwartz is the one that produced and wrote and created the OC. Huh. So we're get, we're we're having a lot of those moments this episode. <laughs> yeah. So um, watching this show reminds me of the OC. Well, just looking at the cast, it just and the trailer, I would think that it's uh 
how can I put it? It, it? It's a show that could have also been on the CW. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think it, it would be, if it was on a network, it would probably be on uh, the CW. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, what would you, what would you rate it out of five? Uh, I would rate it probably a um a three point eight. The only reason why I put three point eight is because I like the show a lot. Mm-hmm. I just wish that there was more to it. I'm hoping that the next season will probably bring more people in to watch it because I know this is the first season and they're they're still trying to uh, f- uh figure things out. I think mm-hmm. uh, the the characters in it are already good. I think the storyline is good. Uh, some of the stuff at the very beginning was a little cheesy, mm-hmm. but I don't think there would be any other way to handle it because uh, they're trying to go that route where they're trying to have everybody watch it at all ages. Mm-hmm. So I, I think uh, if they pass that and just try to edge things uh, a little more then i think it will be a little more enjoyable for me how many episodes the first season i have no idea because uh they're still going uh i thought this was the last episode this week the episode's called doomsday uh-huh. but i guess they have another episode i'm guessing it's probably 10 to 12 oh so they're spacing them out yeah so similar to what, well, I guess not gonna be that similar, um, but kind of what Amazon does with the, oh, oh my god, what's it called? The the Grand Tour. Yeah, the Grand Tour. Yeah, like they release episodes weekly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. The, I maybe I'll check it out. I just I don't know. I I um uh, I'm trying to limit what shows I'm getting into because I think that once I if I take on too much. I'll just start to lose track of them. Kind of like if you're trying to juggle too many things at once. Yeah. I'd say uh, this is a good binge-watching show. Okay. Yeah. So if you have a chance uh, to watch it, I just wait until it completely comes out and just watch it straight through. Well, especially since the second season probably won't be out for another year, right? Uh, hoping. I am hoping probably fall. If, oh, okay. If, if if they do, um, you know, bring it back. They anticipated it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. did you ever get a chance to watch any other movies uh, this past week? I did. Um, I saw Jumanji, but I think we'll save that one for the end because I kind of want to talk a little bit spoilers or at least more detail than we did last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also got to see The Greatest Showman. Okay. Uh, I was. I wanted to see it. How how did you like it? I was surprised that I liked it. Okay. Especially after all the hates from critics that I was seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, so let me just go a quick uh, recap. Uh, of course, this is the story of uh, of the greatest show on Earth, Barnum mm-hmm. and Bailey's Circus Cir- uh, Circus. Circus Circus. Circus. <laughs> well, I, you know, that's high percent. And it's only with a 6% beer. Yeah. Um, Ringling like Brothers. This- is it Ringling Brothers? Is that Ringling Brothers? It's it's Barnum and Bailey. Uh, P.T. Barnum. Yeah. Okay, we'll just go with P.T. Barnum. Okay, sure. <laughs> it's a they, long they, name. So. Well, because they don't... Yeah, uh, 
uh, they actually explain what his name is. It's Phineas. <laughs> I never knew his first name was Phineas. Um, yeah, so, but, like, this not... Ba- Bailey does not make an appearance in the show. Um, instead, there's another person, uh, Philip Carlyle, played by Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a story of how he first started out with the circus. He wanted to build a museum of oddities of the world in in Manhattan. Um, he really couldn't get it working. And then from one Florida. of his daughters... What? He moved to Florida. Yes, he moved to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, through one of his daughters, he got the idea of including um, more living people. Not just like wax dummies or... Um, artifacts so he started going around recruiting um, different acts and freaks quote unquote Mm -hmm. and started putting on a show and it's kind of like the story of his his build to to fame his downfall and his climb back up i liked it strictly from the music and the performance yeah and you got a pretty good chemistry between uh zach efron and zendaya of course i mean uh, you know what Z- zendaya what? was kind of downplayed really yeah and even even when you're uh you know how when a big a big actor or like a, a very popular person is in a say a lineup a dance crew mm-hmm. they'll try to put that pop the popular people in the front like the major actors in the front mm-hmm. zendaya was always kind of in the middle or in the back yeah because i, I think in in the movie they were kind of portraying her as a black woman who Well, they were portraying her. She is a black woman. <laughs> no, I meant like... Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a show... whole racist type of thing. Because I, yeah, I, I that... guess Zac Efron was supposed to be in love with her, which he is. But yeah. the only thing holding them back is the color. The color of their skin. No, yeah. but that's not... Yes, that, that, that was a major part of her character's um, story and arc. Mm-hmm. But Hugh Jackman, P.T. Barnum, doesn't really care about that. So that wouldn't have prevented him from putting her in the front. Mm-hmm. I mean, the it, the part, the biggest conflict in the movie is people hating on having this the circus in town. Yeah, they so didn't this, like uh, freaks. Yeah, exactly. People were telling them to go home, which is kind of stupid because I'm like, they're from Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> we are home. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Going so going to your scale, what do you think? Is this a buy your ticket rental, or uh, it's a it's it's a good watch, but you don't have to go out of your way to watch it. If you are not into musicals, I would say rent it. If you like kind of a you know more of a spectacular show kind of feel to it and 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 uh, musicals. I would say either buy a ticket or movie pass it somewhere okay. in the middle there mm-hmm. because again, the story itself is very flat and um, a little streamlined. Mm-hmm. Uh, biggest example is he tries to, I mean, uh, what's one of them? No, oh, he tries, he tries to convince Zach Efron's character to, to join or become a business partner. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much sacrifice all because he's Zach Efron's character is very like high class. He's part of the upper echelon of Manhattan society. He's the one with the money. Well, he he's the one with money, but he's, he uh, he has credibility in with all the rich people, mm-hmm. and he comes from a wealthy family 
and he said like Kumar says like I'll be sacrificing my inheritance and my family will disown me if I if I join you if I become a business partner with you. Mm-hmm. All that gets thrown away once they do a song and dance together. <laughs> <laughs> like pretty much, and, that's, and that was the whole thing throughout the whole movie is there's a problem sing and dance. Ten minutes later, problem solved. Like there, you know, it's just kind of one thing after another. So that part I didn't like, but the music was awesome. I mean, just from the very the first song, gets your your shoes tapping right away. It sounds but, like yeah. a, a pretty good one. Yeah, I, I like it. All right, uh, one more thing uh, that I forgot to mention, and I thought it was kind of funny, mm-hmm. especially considering how much hatred the critics are giving this movie and how much the fans love it. <laughs> there's a scene where or one of the antagonists of the movie is this critic that's like really renowned with the upper class and he kind of keeps looking down at the show kind of being like oh it's just he's taking advantage of these people or it's just a circus of freaks which is where pt barnum added the word circus to his show hmm. um but there's one part where he says i don't like your show but clearly it's not for me, it's for your fan, or it's for the people. Which I'm like, holy crap, this just sums up the whole freaking movie with uh, how much hatred. Like, the critics hate it, but clearly the people like it. Yeah. I thought it was a, I thought it was a weird connection. I'm like, oh, oh. Like, it's almost like they, they saw it coming, that they were going to get hated on by critics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right so you also got to see another movie, and I guess we're probably going to be talking about that from from here on. Yes, so let's do the sponsoring. Yeah, sponsoring, and then we'll <laughs> <with> the spoilers. <laughs> yeah. All right, so after this, we're going to go into Jumanji spoilers. So, Anton, if people want to support our binge watching, how can they do that? They can go to our website at uh, www.the2oc.com, and they can click on any of the banners. They can either buy us a beer or click on the Amazon ad and pretty much purchase whatever they want to purchase and it'll give us a little kickback. And also, they can buy a sticker or a t-shirt on our store. Yay. And if they want to follow us on social media, you can go to at the 2OC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. Anything else, Anton? No, that's it. Alright, so from this point forward, we're going to go into Jumanji spoilers, so if you have not seen Jumanji, or if for whatever reason you don't want to hear the spoilers, stop now. You have three seconds. Stopping. What? No. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Be advised that spoilers may lie beyond this point. You have been warned. Proceed at your own risk. Have a nice day. (laughs) <laughs> all right all right anton uh so let's get into the spoilers so first scene what'd you think with uh the the metal head okay so he finds the he finds the game well board uh, game. His, his dad finds the game yeah his dad yeah his dad finds the game and gives it to him oh yeah that's right his dad's like oh yeah you're into games here's a game and just puts it there plays his uh video games and stuff and I guess the board game was a little intimidated from that. It's like, hey, wh- wh- why are you playing all that when you can play a board game? So I guess the board game turns into a 
video game machine. Yeah, which uh, apparently it's a really bad um, sign. You know, if somebody doesn't like you, change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think about the transition into uh, a different media? Uh, it's... I just it opened more questions for me. Okay. <laughs> like the the only the inside turned into the cartridge, but the outside stayed the same. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it they never explained where the console game came from or what happened to the outside box. I I'll, I'll tell you what. I think it's a Transformers thing. Oh, the Transformer no. can just like, you know, scan anything and then just turn into that type of car just to blend in. Well, here's the thing though. He he takes the game out and he plugs it into his console. Mm-hmm. But later on, when they find the console in the game, they have never seen that console before. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of confusing. I'm like, okay, so, and what happened to the box? Wait, what do you think? Of I'm kind of curious like? to how he even got there. How did, oh, uh, apparently, I'm guessing that the dad probably donate, donated his son's stuff or whatever to the school. Yeah, I think so too. That's because the the box did say donations, so I think that's mm-hmm. that. I, I was willing to get, let that one go. Yeah, but what do you think of the kids though? The the actors playing um, the John Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and Karen Gillian's. Okay, characters. so uh, the younger cast um, didn't really spend a whole lot of time with them, Mm-mm. but uh, some of them are very familiar from other movies. Uh, but uh, overall, I I think. It was okay, even though we only had a little bit of time with him uh, at the very beginning and the ending. But uh, for the their characters to ease into the video game characters, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was a uh, pretty fun. Well, okay. B- before we get into the actual Jumanji, though, mm-hmm. um, that one girl, oh, what's the one, the snobby one, uh, Martha. Is it Martha? Mm-hmm. Yeah just her, her opening scene is written has millennial written all over it <laughs> she's trying to set up the perfect instagram or social media post picture and then try to play it off like it's just casual which i know somebody that's exactly like that and i've i've seen it firsthand like she tries to set up like a snapchat and tries to like oh just just out with my friends blah 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 being goofy Turns off social media and just goes, yeah, so what's up? Kind of thing, like, more, like, they have their social media presence, and then they have their real personality. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Bethany, sorry. Oh, Bethany, yeah, there you go. Martha mm-hmm. was the redhead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I was like, holy crap, that's just 2017 written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's get into the game. Okay, uh, so they get into the game, they don't know what's going on. They're being introduced uh, to us as I what what the heck is going on? Yeah, yeah, they're avatars. Which I gotta admit, I think they did they they did the video game mechanics very well. Mm-hmm. The whole like they know how many lives they have, um, their stat their stats as characters, like what you know what their strength the weaknesses are. But, and that's made me think like why can't other video game movies get that right in one way like you know they either try to play it off as being as a real serious movie or they just go over the top goofy um i think the things were explained very 
easily in this one because uh, they're they're trying to point things out like to like oh what's going on and they're actually saying certain things like oh you'll you're you only got uh, uh, three lives oh uh, you're allergic to this you know stuff like that and well and yeah there's, there's stats that. yeah and it, it, it kind of gives you a background of the character by having them read the descriptions for each character even remember before they got into the game they're reading like what each character does yeah uh, what's so a, what's that one uh something roundhouse uh Ru- ruby roundhouse ruby, yeah 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 so they all have like a backstory so i think that's why it works so well for uh us to understand it so easily is uh you know it, it was kind of explained to us the backstory no but i'm saying like yeah i'm saying like the backstory itself yes but just like the okay so referring to like a a video game movie they spend like at least half an hour trying to explain everything that's going on a good example would be resident evil they spent like a whole hour trying to explain what the the t virus is and they did in a really cruel way yeah and then they had another half an hour trying to explain what the umbrella corp is and it just drags on like you're and then, yeah, and then the last half hour is just all trying to cram in the resolution and the whole story itself into like 30 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, for this movie, it's just at the very beginning. It's like, hey, this is what's going on. Hey, they're going to play a game. These are the characters. This is their backstory and go. And it's just action, action, action. They're on. But you know? I do like I do like when the one of the opening scenes was uh, when they're out in the field and all of a sudden they a bunch of guys on motorcycles start popping like over the hill and they're like what kind of video game is this i'm like yeah if i was in a jungle i would think it's like all animals and like trekking through the jungle not guys with guns yeah (laughs) (laughs) um okay the chemistry between Dwayne, Dwayne the rock johnson kevin hart jack black and karen gillian oh i think it was great i think it was a match made in heaven for uh, a comedy what was your who was your favorite one? Uh, if you I, if you had to pick a character, if I had to pick a character, yeah. Oh man, uh, it's kind of hard. I'm edging between uh, Jack Black's character and Karen Gillan uh, character. Yeah, uh, Karen Gillan. Yes, she's clearly the the attacker, the attacker mm-hmm. class. Yeah. Um, I didn't. We didn't really get to understand Nick Jonas's character, huh? Besides that, he's good at airplanes. He's a pilot. Fl- yeah. Besides that, besides being a pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, I think I would go with the Rock's character. Well, just because, just because he, he's kind of like the super, Superman character where he has no real weaknesses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's the cheat, he's the cheat code. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kevin Hart is just a backpack guy. Oh, he's the the valet, weapons valet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so they 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 got their power or their characters. They found out what their powers were. They're getting chased. Uh. So Nick Jonas's introduction. Okay. So <clears throat> so they're trying to uh, figure out how to get to um the pop, uh, or panther. Yeah, they're trying to get that stone to that uh, panther on top of the hill or whatever that place mm. is and i guess uh they have to go to the market and stuff like that and they run into 
Nick Jonas's character, which his name is, um, well, there's two names. Uh, I know his name's Alex, but, um, yeah, something, uh, oh, shoot. Something to pilot. I think, I think it's Jefferson, uh, seaplane. Yeah. Jefferson seaplane. Yeah. Cause the whole thing I was thinking of the band Jefferson airplane and Jefferson starship. Yeah. So I'm like, I think that was a spin on it. Yeah. Um, so, oh, by the way, that market scene was hilarious because the uh, the kid Spencer, uh, the Rock's character, was clearly doing the video game, uh, old school video game move of calling out what he's doing. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds you of uh, Future Man. Yeah, like uppercut, head slam, wall throw, through the <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's pretty funny. Uh, well, one of the apparently one of the moves too that uh, the Rock did during that fight scene was actually one of his signature moves from the wwe yeah i i caught that <laughs> it's funny well yeah I'm like, i guess at a certain point i think you just start playing around with uh the stuntman mm-hmm. all right uh i so that brings us to nick um, jonas's character what do you think i think he was a little thin veiled mm-hmm. like we really didn't get to understand that well however nick jonas is actually a better actor than i thought yeah he's uh he's done a lot of broadway stuff so it, it kind of uh, gave him time to mature he was a leading man in uh one of the broadway shows called um how to become a successful salesman or something and succeed something like that yeah so yeah um yeah but when he br- <laughs> I did like one of his powers that was revealed is that he's really good at making margaritas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that brings us to his... Treehouse. a little... Yeah, his treehouse, which that's kind of where it confirmed what is going on or what where this story lands in the Jumanji world. Yeah, and plus uh, how it connects to the first one. Yeah. And in this case, it's a sequel. Confirmed mm-hmm. sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that little tree house is actually alan Parrish's original tree house mm-hmm. which is uh robin williams character yeah and that's where he was all that time where you know uh the kids grew up while he was in the game yeah it's, i don't know it, it all these characters have managed to either stay clean or keep their clothes intact why the hell was robin williams wearing like a, a leaf loincloth Kind yeah. of thing, like all scraggly. Okay, you know what I don't understand is uh, Robin Williams' character aged over time. Yes. And I guess uh, um, uh, Alex's character, he said he was only in there for four months. Mm-hmm. But this takes place like, um, I think, 20 years later? Yes, 20-year difference. Well, the thing is, he... I think it's because he was playing an avatar. It wasn't actually Alex himself. Oh yeah, that's true. So that I think maybe sense. that maybe that I think that would be the answer for that. But yeah, yes, they're that two did, two separate games. Which yeah, that 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 Same did more. cross my mind though. That mm-hmm. did cross my mind. It kind of stood out to me too. Because mm-hmm. they didn't even explain how time passes. They just said time's wonky. Yeah. So I, I guess that makes sense because it's two different games. Um, okay. So first of all, next scene is the whole airplane stuff. Mm-hmm. love karen gillen's comedy in this in that scene yeah the dancing fighting scene. she she knows how to play awkward so well but she doesn't do it in over the top way mm-hmm. and she's hot <laughs> <laughs> uh 
but it, the whole like even, pretending, even pretending to be uh, hot. Bald? Even when she's bald, that's a little weird. <laughs> um, but what you mean when she's playing? Uh, oh, what's her what's her character's name in uh in the Guardians? It's, Nebula. Uh, Nebula. I was like <laughs> Celestial. Um, yeah, Nebula. Uh, she still kind of kicks ass in that one, but not still not my type. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I love that scene though. And again, they they did a really good job of keeping to the rules of video games and the limitation of video games by introducing NPCs. <laughs> With the whole like they, they can only they can only give like a limited response limited responses based on what is given to them. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to the canyon scene. With the rhinos, the famous rhinos. Famous rhinos. I think they're the same ones from the the original Jumanji. Yeah, they got ones. they got sucked back in. Well, yeah, they got to go somewhere. Yep. Uh, was that was that <laughs> was that move that the uh, the Rock played uh, a little too cold, where he just shoved the uh, Kevin Hart out? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, that's the thing. Uh, Kevin Hart's just such a small guy, so. Um. Well, okay. So two things. I I was kind of mad. I was like, I was, I'm not mad, but I was kind of like, oh, that's a dick move. But at the same time, like, well, he did kind of waste one of his lives earlier by just mm-hmm. shoving him off a of, of cliff. And it was his fault that we, they were down there to begin with. Yes. That's true. So I'm like, I was like, okay, I can see in the video game, like, if, if you're the reason we, we're screwed over, I can see why I would, like, kind of take it out on you. Well, you, you know how I am. Like, I remember there was a couple times where I just shoot our teammate, you know, when we were playing oh. video games. Yeah, because they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I can see it. If, like, the thing is, when you do that, you do it only in times where we're screwed already, and you just want to get your, your revenge before no, we No, I, I remember we were like uh, four versus two, and I just said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this guy. I, so I killed him, and then I just killed our enemy right there. Oh, my God. Yeah, you do have your moments. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. It takes a lot to get you to that level. Usually mm-hmm. you're usually you're very like passive like uh eh, whatever 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 but then you get to that point and then I have to become the voice of reason. <laughs> so I'm like holy crap all right he's nerd he he's nerd raging so I can't do that now. <laughs> I have to be the one keeping everybody cool. Yeah. All right. Um let's see here. How do you th- what do you think of the bad guy? The bad guy uh I don't know. I've seen him in other movies too. <laughs> and... But I've seen him as him as a character like though. I don't know. Uh, I think he was a pretty good bad guy. I mean, they didn't. Uh, they tried to tell his backstory where he he was exploring and he really uh, was obsessed with the the treasure. It, it was it was just a weird character. Mm-hmm. Like I I understand he, he controlled the animals and the creatures in the jungle, but do they have to crawl like through his nose and in his ear and stuff like that? They try to make him creepy. They did a really good job, and for some reason, he had a one discolored eye after that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's just skip to the ending, mm-hmm. the the boss the boss level, okay. pretty much. Mm, what'd you think of the twist at the end, the, res- the, the 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 solution, the ultimate solution, uh, like their strategy, their strategy. Well, I thought that you know usually when you play a video game, you have to be very creative. Yeah. And it kind of gives you that video game moment. Well, yeah, when you you kind of go fourth dimensional by not just trying to get to the goal, but kind of using the game's rules to get to it. In yeah. this case, they they use their reset, their mm-hmm. extra life. Yep. 
Yeah, and I think that's that keeps in line with the video game stuff, and I it made sense in this world. Mm-hmm. Now the last part that I totally forgot about that I wanted to, I just start cracking up. Um, you know how the first one ended with them throwing the Jumanji game into the river? Mm-hmm. What do you think of their solution for it this game, or this movie? They burnt it. No, they smashed it. They went freaking office space on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that I was I was cracking up. I'm like, holy <clears throat> crap, like that that is what you should have done the first game. Uh but apparently since they're making the Jum- the next Jumanji, it it's not gonna be the final solution. Nope. I think it's uh still alive somewhere. Well, it's going to be resurrected. Like you said, it has uh, Transformer powers. Mm-hmm. It's, right, uh, I think it's the um, the cube. The cube? Oh, the the one from from, uh, from Transformers? Yeah. Allspark? Yep. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. All right, Anton. Any final thoughts or things you want to point out about Jumanji? Yeah, it's got that, uh, <clears throat> that cube inside. What? Are you still going on about the Allspark? Yeah, it, it's got the power. Like, it, just a little tiny piece. Oh, just a little shard? Yeah. It's got yeah. a mind of its own. Obviously. I, I really think that the third one's going to be at the origin story of the, of the game. Yeah. Where it started on uh, Cyber... Um, What is that world called? Oh, Cybertron? Yeah, Cybertron. Uh, no, I, I they better not because that just seems like it'd be like the... The Indiana Jones 4 solution of just bringing uh, aliens into the picture. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, I think that covers everything, right? Uh, yep. All right, Anton. I know you're trying to go watch a show. So from the 2OC, I'm Alan Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. <laughs>